When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the people who turned a niche Scottish football podcast into a critically acclaimed TV show on the BBC. It's Review from the Terrace, a pop culture podcast network. Hello and welcome to the Still Game podcast. My name is Bethany Tennick. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Rewatchable. Hello and welcome to Review from the Turnbuckle. Debating the best in movies, iconic TV shows, classic albums, peak era wrestling and so much more. Some intern got fired for that. Like, <laughs> be like, Jared! And what would you have done? <laughs> Loved it. What a moment. What a moment. Review from the Terrace brings together a collection of professionals, pals, misfits and special guest interviews. The one and only Ewan Angus, Big G Telfer, Director of Still Games, Michael Hines. That's Review from the Terrace, a newly created podcast network with at least two shows dropping every week. Alright neighbor, good to see you man, good to see you man, it's been a long time man. Many people will say it's the biggest moment in the history of wrestling. It's about 35. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of The Spurs Show. Thank you very much. Uh, before I welcome my guest, I've got a few exciting messages. Firstly, Aura Brewing is an independent brewery from Tottenham, located just 10 minutes from the Spurs Stadium. Their tap room is open Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and before and after every Spurs match. And with the Chelsea game coming up, their bar offers one free pint to all the Spurs Show fans. Just come down to the tap room and mention Spurs Show to claim the deal for a free pint. Discover the taste of fresh craft beers, including their Session IPA and some experimental beers, such as their iconic Lemoncello IPA. They are located in the vibrant Tottenham community, just 10 minutes walk from the stadium. They're at 16A Rosebury Industrial Park, N17, open Friday 5 to 9, Saturday 1 to 10, Sunday 1 to 8. Parking is available, very handy before the game. Football is back and our friends at Manscaped are here with a masterclass to get you ready for the new season. The leader in men's grooming have done it again and just launched their fourth generation performance package. The performance package 4.0 by Manscaped is here and wow, the package is class from top to bottom to take your grooming game to the next level. Inside you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, formulations and two free gifts. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents thanks to advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on and off switch, and gives you the ability to turn the 4000 LED spotlight on and off when you need a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Rain or shine, the mates at Manscaped have you covered. Speaking of covered, do you have nose or ear hair? I know I do. Well, the performance package also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up, topping your nose and your ear. The performance package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker 
This nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags and tugs. Manscapes even throw in two free gifts to their performance package, the Manscaped boxes and the Shed travel bags. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com. Leagues Apart is a new concept to the football gaming world, focusing on teams rather than players, whilst not being overly complicated. The game simply asks you to predict the outcome of the Premier League, Championship, League 1 and 2, as well as the Women's Super League. You then get points whenever your top team wins games, and points for when your bottom club loses, and there's some brilliant prizes up for grabs, and it's completely free. It also includes a weekly challenge on a wide range of sports to truly test your predictive powers. The extra points earned for the correct selection will be added to the score. In addition, you can battle against me and all the Spurs Show favourites in a special Spurs Show League. And we will also be giving various prizes over the season. So just sign up for free at leaguesapart.com and join the Spurs Show Private League with the code SPURS when the website asks you what private league you want to join. That's leaguesapart.com. Code Spurs. And I can tell you already this week, Laura Hugel's top at the moment. Scott Moore is second. I'm languishing in 16th. Come and join us. It's lots of fun and it's free. Uh, joining us tonight, uh, two stalwarts of the show and someone making their debut. Uh, very, very delighted to have her along. Firstly, joining us, the voice of Spurs. It's Paul. Get off the pitch, Coit. Oh, my Hi, goodness. I'm, I'm lovely. Thank you. Is that, is that the nickname now? Is I think it is, isn't it? <laughs> I can't, it's whatever. We, um, we, when we did, um, you know, this, we did this series, Top 10 Tottenham, and I can't yeah. remember who said it, but someone like, and, and, and you're listening, I apologise, I forgot it was your show, but someone said when they talked about the last game, they mentioned your moment, it was like the White Horse final, yes. uh, Wembley night in 23. You were the White Horse. I was, wasn't I? Yeah, I was. I was the white horse. I was Paul. Get off the pitch, Coy. That, that's what I'll bill myself when I'm when I'm playing live at the Palladium. That's what the bill. That's what that's what the playbill will say. Paul, get off the pitch, Coy, along with Charlie Chester. Yeah. Oh dear me. And before we go on, Paul, I've got to quickly ask you because people will want to know what's the situation with you working at the club. Or what can you what can you tell us? I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I mean, we're talking. I mean, it's 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 a strange one, as as you can imagine. I'm I, I'm not doing the halftime at the moment. I I it's it's pretty much up in the air. I mean, everybody's friends and everybody's talking to each other, and I'm still doing stuff with the club. So it's we, we'll we'll see. It's um, a fluid conversation. It's a fluid, I believe, and and that's not a cop out. It's no. just a we, we'll see because I'm not really sure, but we'll 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 see. But we're all, we all still love, love each other. Extremely diplomatic of you. Well done. Was it? Well done, it's everybody. not like me, is it? No. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Making a debut tonight is uh, Megan Wright. How are you, Megan? I'm very well, thank you. And you are in Brighton. Very nice. Yes, I am. And when did you... And then and I always like to ask, because I normally forget, uh, can you remember your first Spurs game? I remember it very, uh, very well, actually, because it was the night of the London riot. Oh, um, so it was Tottenham against Athletic Bilbao. Went with my dad, uh, first ever game. Right. Uh, so, so that was quite intriguing. Going mm. to my first game and there being a riot straight after. You would have thought that would have put me off going to well, football, yeah. but it didn't. <laughs> um, and then my next game, I was I was a bit unsure of whether I liked football at the time, but my dad slowly got me into it. I was quite a right. massive fan of Gareth Bale, so yeah. that helped. 
Um, and then my next Spurs game was the game against uh, Bolton in the FA Cup where Fabrice Moamba collapsed. Oh my so God, you like really it. are a doom-monger. I, my God. Yes. I Why felt like people I was collapsing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was all very cheerful, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought I was having a bad time. <laughs> it was a, it was a great start to the uh, to the Tottenham journey I had, but wow. you know, wouldn't wow. have it any other way. You say, unbelievable. That's tremendous. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's lovely to have you on the show. And thank finally, you. but not not least, Jay Pushkin returns. How are you, Jay? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm I'm very well. For for listeners, well, why would they know unless they stalk you? You and Paul literally live on the same street, don't you? Well, not quite. He's on oh. the next street, but about ten, yeah, a few houses away. So yeah, he he he'd like to live on our street. Why is it whenever I take the dog for a walk, I always see you? I stalk why you, is, that? Is, that, is that what it is? <laughs> He's always outside around. having a quick fag or yeah. something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, Paul, Dudley doesn't like to walk, does he? So that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Dudley is my dog, by the way, just in case you <laughs> wonder who Dudley was. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Very nice. So do you like if you walk past Paul's house, you notice he hasn't put the bins out for bin day? Will you like wheel um, them out for him or? Uh, to be honest, no, I don't really go out that way. <laughs> yeah. Paul, yeah. I live in the posh area, by the way, uh, Mike. That's the difference, you see, and yeah. Jay doesn't. That's what it see, is. Ba- see, basically, where we live, if I turn left, I go to a main road, which is, yeah. which I have to go past Paul's house, and I try and stay there. So I go right, and I normally see him on mm. his road, or he comes down my road. So, yeah, we well. see each other very regularly. We've been talking throughout the summer about everything. We go back a long way. Um, our boys were friends at school. So, um, yeah, uh, quite a long history of relationship there, Paul. And our wives are good friends and, run, well, both injured runners at the moment, aren't they, Paul? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And we're in love, by the way. I don't know whether you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I just say to, Me- to Megan, who's, I just want to say, Megan, I cannot believe those your two first games. <laughs> I know. How I was, lucky. I was at the Mount Moamba game, and obviously, that everyone here was. But that that scared the life out of me that game. And I just yeah. don't know how you managed to keep coming back. So, uh, you know, all kudos to you. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it, it was difficult. I have no memory of the Atletico Bilbao game. Can you remind me of the score? I have no recollection. Do you know? Nor do I. <laughs> nor, nor do I. <laughs> oh, you're probably on the pitch. Do you remember the Atletico Bilbao game? No recollection. <laughs> I remember there was. It all depends which riots we're talking about because I remember the. <laughs> I was trying to work out which one was it. Yeah. You know, the one you remember was that your first game was the Cable Street one, wasn't it? I think it's hey. yeah, thank you. But, but anyways, <laughs> but but the thing is, I remember um, driving away. I remember there was a friendly when when there was the riots ten years ago, and I think we'd, we, we it wasn't the friendly, was it, Megan? It wasn't that one before the start of the season because I remember driving away John was. Pratt, and I then you're right. it was, it was literally moments after we drove past there. So yeah, it yeah. was. A, I right. think it was around the sixth of August or something yeah. like that. I, now I know the it one you mean. Friendly. I was trying to think. Was it a European competition? I couldn't oh, remember. Oh, was that the game Lorente scored? And oh, we were trying to I don't sign remember it. that. Wow. Yeah, we were trying to sign him. I always wanted Lorente. I still do. Hmm. Wow. Well, let's start the show. We were, we were rambling away. It's beautiful. Hold on, we haven't. I thought we were halfway through the show already. We said we to be done. Thank we're you, not talking night. about the game, Mike. We're trying. To- <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying to put it off, aren't we? We're trying to put it off talking about Palace. I'm quite cheerful now. Anyway, for all of you listening, wherever you're around the world tonight, obviously we're going to look back and discuss. The Crystal Palace game. Was this well, Megan's third game, by the way, this year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to look at the game in France on Thursday 
against Wren. Um, and uh, then there's going to be another show on Saturday morning, and that will be a Chelsea preview uh, show uh, looking at that particular game. So let's start with you, Paul. I, I, I was trying to work out how bad, what was the, the, the last game as bad as Palace. And I'm, I'm going to say it was our worst performance since um, when we went to Poch. We lost 3-0 to Brighton. Yeah, when Luis got injured early on, mm. there was a young kid up front who also scored two. I think it was very similar. I think I think it was our worst performance since since then. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I'm not far off it to be honest with you, Mike. It was just it was just so disappointing, you know. And it's okay. So so there were one 0 wins that we've got under our belt to mm. start the season off, and and of course you know we're we're all having fun saying we're top and Arsenal are bottom, and every of course we're all enjoying it with the tongue in our cheek. Although a lot of people don't realise that that's the way we're doing it. And um, it was just lacklustre again, wasn't it? And this is what amazes me. And you think, why? Why is that? I mean, we Going back years, we never mind. Whatever we lose by, as long as we know they've gone out and given absolutely everything. I don't know whether there's confusion. I don't know whether it's because of new players coming in. I don't know whether because it was it was Nuno maybe going out for a point, which which would surprise me. You wouldn't go to Palace and just when, when you're top of the league and try and get a point, would you? So I don't know whether it's that. It it was just the manner of it, and it just and it was the whole Tanganga situation as well, which by the way I think was deserved. I don't think there's any any. I, I know there's a lot of people that go, oh, it was it, it was a sending off, and I think we yes, could all see the, the the second yellow coming. Just really disappointing. Um, yeah. And just when we get ourselves up to a certain point, and then we that I mean, hopefully there'll be a reaction on Thursday, and especially at the weekend. But I just found it really disappointing. So uh, as far as Brian's concerned, I'm not I'm not a million miles away from you certainly. Yeah, Megan. Obviously, he had to reshuffle. <laughs> But this midfield it was kind of a diamond, I suppose, of Holbier, um, uh, Skip and Winks coming in. I mean, I think most people, when they saw the team sheet, just went, oh, God, where is the creativity coming from here? Mm. Now, we know, Megan, I think, you know, we, we it's understandable that Ndombele is not fit. Some people go, oh, Tanky should have played. Well, he's clearly not completely fit. But we kind of, apart from the, the first couple of minutes of the second half, we just didn't look very good. And obviously, Dyer going off after 12 minutes after an awful throw from Hugo, who Dyer's just, I mean, talk about the curse of, you know, manager of the month and player of the month and all this kind of stuff. As soon as he went off, you kind of realised we were in trouble, weren't we? Yeah, definitely. I think that when I first saw that team sheet come out, it screamed negativity because that midfield three of Hoiberg, Skip, and um, Winks, you know, there is no creativity there. Though we have to take into consideration the fact that we were missing players. We were missing Son. Um, but you, like you said, Ndombele would have been a perfect, maybe a perfect person to play on Saturday because he has that creative flair about him. We had a bit of bad luck with obviously Dyer going off early, which meant a reshuffle at the back, which is never good, especially when you're having two young, inexperienced people being put at And someone making his debut, Emerson Royal. Mm. Yeah, Emerson Royal making his debut against Wilfred Zaha, <laughs> who is a very difficult player to play against, you know, because mm. he spends half of the time on the floor and yeah. winning fa- fouls, you know. Mm. So th- it, was, it was very difficult from the get-go and obviously missing Sanchez and you know we've we've had really good results so far this season and that back four has gained momentum though they're not the best back four 
they have gained the momentum of being quite solid. So to have that fractured as we're going into the game isn't positive. But I just think Nuno set up so defensively that we are inviting that pressure onto us. And when we're not able to deal with the pressure, we crumble just like we did on Saturday. And I have to agree, I think that's the worst performance I've seen or one of the worst since Brighton. And unfortunately, I was at that one too. Oh, you might have known. <laughs> so, you're, yeah, you're right. I, mean, it's, I mean, again, it's sort of, you, you can go into it and you can talk about squad depth and the fact that maybe we need more creative players in the midfield. Mm. Um, but I don't understand why Nuno set up that way. We've got Hill on the bench. Could he have been a good option for, for Palace? Well, it's a very good point. I mean, Jay, uh, apparently Hill was going to come on um, and then the sending off happened and he decided not to bring it on. But I mean, kind of, the, obviously the, the, the sending off Jay changed things. Tanganga, who in fairness, I thought had had a really good game before then, back in the centre-back position, really dominant, really, really strong, two silly moments, uh, and that was it. But as, as Megan said, we I mean, after the first goal went in, which was a penalty, uh, you know, and anointing, we absolutely capitulated then, didn't we? Uh, we did. Um, <clears throat> I just found the, the, the whole shape very strange. Um, so going back to the first half, rather than talk about the penalty, I just mm. found Delhi and Hoybier and Winks were all getting in each other's way. So there was a ball being passed and Delhi actually... I can't remember whether it was Winks or Hoybier, but they actually went for the same ball on several occasions. And I just found that whole shape was wrong. And I don't understand why he changed the shape. You might have players missing, but why change the shape and the way that the team were playing? So he played uh, Diamond in midfield and Delhi, Delhi was lost. And Delhi's not a creative player. He did well. Um, he's done well so far this season, but he's not a creative player. He's not going to, He's not Ericsson. Uh, he's not Gill. Hopefully, Hill could be that player. So I just felt it was a load of square pegs in round holes uh, in that midfield. I think they're all getting in each other's way and no one was playing forward. So going back to the when uh, Lucas got uh, taken out and uh, Palace didn't throw the ball out, all of our players were just walking around with their arms in the air saying, um, you know, or kick the ball out, kick the ball out. And Tanganga was the only one that really seemed to give an absolute care for the club and took out Wilf. And then Wilf just rattled him and rattled him and rattled him. And then he literally, Wilfred Zaha got Tanganga sent off because he was talking in his ear the whole time. And then we, um, we the, the, the penalty came from Tanganga getting sent off. He was supposed to bring on Gill. He was bringing on. Um, he was bringing on um, Gill. Then he didn't do that because Tanganga got sent off, and then Davis comes on, and the rest is history. Yeah. No. And I mean, and the other thing, Paul, that that has to be discussed is, I mean, I thought Harry Kane looked very disinterested. Obviously, he had absolutely no uh, support whatsoever. Mm. But he's kind of he's one of our senior players now. Uh, he, I know. I know he's not club captain, but he's kind of captain on the outfield pitch and I didn't really see him much G the players up G helping the young players through anything I just think he looked completely disinterested I yeah I, I don't know whether disinterested is the word I, I, I think it's I don't think I'd ever 
accuse Harry of being disinterested in it. Uh, frustrated, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, disinterested, I, I don't think so. I think it was a very frustrating day for him because, again, you know, it's as we even said during the England games, you know, given the service that he'll score a goal, just not getting the chances. And and we are, I just think we're so lacking that. We, we talk about Ericsson as Jay did, did just there, but some... We need that creativity in the middle. I mean, I thought Lucas Moore, I thought I really liked Lucas at the moment. And I must admit, I, I was one of the people probably a year ago, I was thinking, ah, Lucas Moore, I'm not sure. He's someone that doesn't look disinterested. He's still yeah. trying. You know, he always yeah. gives 100%. And of course, we love that. Harry, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, you know, I don't think disinterested. I think probably more frustrated than anything else. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, you know, Emerson Royal's debut, Megan, uh, uh, look, he had a, he was playing very tight with Sahar. He got turned a few times. Again, I think people, I mean, again, on social media, I, I thought some people were very unfair. I thought he did all right. I thought he got back on many, many times. He looked okay going forward. He's never played a Premier League match. He's just come straight into the country. You're straight in the team. So I think you've got to give him a bit of, bit of slack. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I think... Twitter is the place I hate the most after a football game because it there is such a large overreaction on players. Like Paul said, you know, I don't quite disagree with the fact of Kane. I, I disagree with anyone saying that Kane looked disinterested. And, this, and going back to, to Emerson Royal, it was a hard debut for him. You know, as I mentioned, the, the back four had been changed because of Sanchez not being there. Um, so generally, it was it was a difficult debut and it was a difficult game. And I think as well, because of the way that the formation was playing the diamond, because we had invited the pressure, he was he was always going to be under pressure. And, and Zaha is a quick player. He's going to, you know, he's going to try and get tight to him the best he can. But I don't think it would be fair to judge Emerson off of that one performance. You know, you have to give the lad time to settle in first off. He's working with a new bunch of people, new manager, you know, new country for him as well. Um, Premier League, it's different. It's quicker. So you have to give him time to adapt to that. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, obviously, you know, as you said before, Joe, we'd won the first three games. You know, we're going to lose games this season. Don't get me wrong. But obviously, the man of defeat is why. How worried are you moving forward? Obviously, we'll, we'll discuss Chelsea kind of later uh, in more detail. But we are assuming that Dyer will still be injured. We're assuming... Uh, that Sun won't come back. Bergwijn might return. We're not not too sure. And obviously, we we, we hope these these players in South America will be back and 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 be ready to 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 make a, a place in the team. I'm very worried about it. I don't understand why Spurs have to pretend to be the good guys and let their players go off, and everyone else's players played this weekend. I don't get it. I don't understand why Romero, Sanchez, and uh, Le Celso, who are all the three players would have played on the weekend, are all kicking around in Croatia. I, 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 I mean, I don't think, in fairness, in fairness to the club, I don't think they were given uh, permission. Uh, if reports are true, they are being fined for going. They wanted to play for their country. That's their prerogative. One can only argue, though, that they shouldn't be too tired. They've been, apart from one game, they've barely played any football. So it's not like they're coming back shattered. No, but that's no good either, is it? Because they, they haven't played for a couple of weeks. So if they've gone off and done that against the club's wishes, then what is going on at that club? What is going on? Like, why Why are they, you know, Nuno obviously doesn't have the um, 
you know, he doesn't have the authority. Um, I understand it's an international. I understand it's Argentina v Brazil, but the Brazilian players didn't go. They respected what their clubs wanted. So there's a big issue there. I don't know what's going to happen on Thursday defensively. Roden um, looks like he's our only fit centre-back, yeah. but we've got this kid that <laughs> plays for Estonia who looked all right. This, uh, I don't even know yeah. what his name is, Pletitoski or something. I'd rather him try in the Europa League rather than play Davis there because Davis is all right in the three, but him and Roden were all over the place when they... Uh, when they were playing on on the weekend. So, uh, Ren beat Arsenal a couple of years ago. I think we could get turned over quite badly, unfortunately. I just think we've got no defence. I think, Paul, I mean, I don't think Tanganga's banned for the European games. So, Tanganga can play, Rodon can play, Davis can play. Uh, Ren on Thursday, they haven't had a good start to the season. They lost at home at the weekend to Reims 2-0. Uh, but the champagne came out in the Reims dressing room. For those of you who know your champagne houses, uh, they are. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I was thinking that big Reims Ren derby yeah. there, and it was there was only you that was really interested in it. Oh, Champagne Charlie over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they've only got five points from five games. So it's yeah. not like they're banging form. Um, but you know. The whole point of this European competition is to use the squad. Ndombele surely will start on Thursday, going back to France. He must start. I think Winks will probably start. Uh, Gallini will come in. I think Rodan will play. Um, again, the worry is up front. If, if, you, if you give Kane a rest, again, we've got this issue where we don't have... Uh, well, maybe Dane Scarlett will come in, I suppose. What do you, what do you, who do you think will probably travel? I don't know. I think yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it all. Um, I, I can't see that Harry's going to play. Certainly, we know how. To, how do we know how long Sonny's going to be out for? No. It's this calf injury, isn't it's it? It's a calf injury, but I mean, the club haven't really announced anything yet, which is a real concern. Generally, um, this is usually the way, and I noticed that it's like don't mention the injury, don't do that. Um, everything's always kept. We can't really say how long this is going to be, and that that really does worry me. Um, I just don't know about Ren. I mean, this is we're, we're in another one of those stages where we just don't know what we're going to get. Of course, we're in early stages. We're in that transition again. We've got a new manager. Um, I just, I just don't know. Um, <laughs> there was those times when we were. There was that moment before we hit the hit the skids under Poch, where we were going there and we were expecting to win every game we were playing in, which was just a fantastic time. But probably we've spent more time, I think you and I certainly have, where often we've gone to, and it's that old thing, we could lose 5-0, we could win 5-0. We just don't know. That's how I feel about, I honestly feel that way about Ren. I know um, Jay's really worried about it. I'm worried about it as well. But there's also that thing that says, you know what, we could end up turning them over because that's what we do. We have that thing yeah. in our DNA. It's been there yeah. forever. Um, it doesn't yeah. matter who the manager is, who the players are, who the chairman is, uh, yeah, what fans are there. We always seem to have that thing within us. Yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, let, let's go to a very quick break. When we come back, we'll discuss Red a bit more uh, and a few other bits and pieces. Back in a couple of minutes. And we're back from the break. Uh, don't forget for premium content, including a daily news show, X player interviews, an original documentary series on the Spurs, go to patreon.com slash the Spurs show and support our show in the process. Uh, also, the Spurs show live events are back from this month. 
Go to season.spurshow.net. Sign up. 10 quid a month. We'll give you and a mate tickets for every monthly event. And we start on September the 28th with the great Michael Dawson joining us. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night in uh, London's glittering West End. You can be there. Uh, go to season.spurshow.net. Uh, then in October, we've got uh, Nutter Naylor returning with his new autobiography, Terry Naylor. Uh, and then we've got the Christmas show, Date for Diary, December the 6th, Christmas show, 100 Club guest to be announced. And also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and leave us a nice review on uh, iTunes. Megan, I mean, how are you feeling about this? This, 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 I mean, the one good thing about this European competition, because we're in it, we are now officially uh, seeded higher by UEFA for the first time in the Premier League history. We are seeded higher than Arsenal, which is a, uh, uh, I don't know what it really means, but it, it, it's a bit more bragging rights, you know, uh, coefficiency yep. ranking, or whatever. Do you like, do, 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 are you a fan of these European nights? Um, there's always a special feeling of European nights under the lights at mm. White Hart Lane, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. You know, we've experienced some great ones. We've experienced some bad ones. Mm. Um, you know, it's, I I don't like Thursday night football, personally. You know, it's not, it's a competition that is good to be in, of course. And it's it gives us one other opportunity to possibly win a trophy. Um, but going into these games and like Paul said, you know, we are currently in a transition period. Um, mm. I never feel confident going into a Spurs game. I haven't done. You know. like a, true, a true Spurs fan talks. <laughs> yes, I mean, if you're a true right. Spurs fan, you don't feel confident. If you're confident, say- you're not a true fan. I think it's going to be your first European game. Uh, a dog was put down, putting next next to me during the game. So, <laughs> Not I'm sorry, Megan. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I just, I, I do think it, it, it's in our DNA. Like Paul said, you know, we, you could go out and win five nil. You could go out and lose five nil. So there is never a time where I feel confident leading up to a game at this moment in time, and I never did under Jose Mourinho either. So. Yeah. It's it's very hard to know what Nuno's going to do, who he's going to play. Um, I think I think you know, I mean, God knows what that bench is going to look like on Thursday. Oh, it, it will I mean, probably not. Paul, Mike, Paul, you'll you, probably be you, on it. Bring your bring your boots, Paul. <laughs> you might get ten minutes. You never know. <laughs> Oh, but he's, 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 inevit- he's inevitably going to want to rest maybe a couple of key players ahead of Chelsea. Oh, sure. um, oh God, absolutely. Like you said, uh, Kane, who comes in, Dane Scarlett. Um, but I think the issue always roots back to the fact of the squad depth and mm. where we haven't invested within the squad, you know. And and yes, there are injuries and things, but we have a we should have a good enough squad there to feel confident going out into these European nights to yeah. to beat these teams. Um, and Dembele will, will hopefully start. Um, God, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I, I, no way back if you can't start in a European no. conference uh, group game. I, uh, I really like him. I really do like him. I think he's a great talent uh, and he can add something to our midfield. But his, he reminds me of a petulant child when you take mm. a bag of sweets off him. You know, he, he has a... He has an attitude about him. And I don't know whether, you know, things go on behind the scenes that we don't always see. And we don't know his attitude with training. Um, you know, I just really hope he does play because like you said, if he, if he doesn't, I don't see a way back for him. Yeah. Jay, I mean, you mentioned that I think the player you were thinking of was 
Pekoski, uh, Lee, um, Alfie Devine, Niall John. Uh, these are the kind of players that will certainly be on the bench um, on Thursday. Wren, probably the most difficult, most difficult team we could have got in that sort of second seeding. But I mean, this competition doesn't really come alive until the teams like West Ham will drop Man United, probably, or whatever, whoever's in the Europa League, uh, drop into it. Uh, but, but I mean, even if, I mean, a, I mean, we'd probably take a draw now, wouldn't we, Jay, on Thursday? A, a draw? Um, I think I'd be delighted with a draw. There we are. Um, yeah. So um, I, I just, if they're going to play the, 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 the kids, then fine, but expect. What, what happens a bit like Package of Ferreira, really. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's a mix. So we've got some players that haven't played. So Doherty, Hill. Yeah, Doherty, true. Um, yeah. um, Davis has hardly played. Mm. Um, uh, you've got some, and, and maybe, um, I'm trying to think of anyone else that's fit. Hopefully, like, uh, Lo Celso might be back, but Tangy should play. There's, oh, yeah, there's, sure there's, there's no way Tangy shouldn't play. So hopefully we'll have a mixed team like we mm. did away against Paco de Ferreira. And I, I assume that they're just hoping that we um, we beat them at home. Um, and the, and the annoying it, thing is, sorry, just, just before I forget, the annoying thing is the French authorities tonight are saying that British fans now can't travel to the game, despite UEFA saying that... Um, Games are now open for away fans, so uh, that's that's terrible. I'm sure there's fans that already plan to be out there, or maybe they could just wear a beret and a, a sort of string of onions. <laughs> yeah, that will make them bleed. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not generalising here. Maybe getting with a jetan cigarette and maybe just just swan in, tutting. Then, then maybe they're, they're uh, maybe they'll still be able to, to get into the match. Um, but you're that, going to search games, bro. Is what you're going as? Then you're yeah, going to exactly. search games, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> When, when, Jay, when you're saying that's terrible, well, after everything you'd said and they said English fans aren't allowed to go, I thought you were going to say thank Christ for that. Yeah, good, good. Well, as long as they get their money back. But, you know, they, they, to give them 24 hours' notice and announce that, I saw Spurs tweeted about it um, and uh, trust. Um, it, it's, it's awful for those people that have spent good money nice. to try and follow their team, even though it's probably a blessing in disguise for them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not, let's, not, let's, we're running out of time. Financially. Megan, uh, Quick score prediction for Wren on Thursday. Oh, goodness me. Um, <laughs> Be honest, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I'm going 1 0 to Wren. 1 0 to Wren, wow. Mm. Jay? Uh, 2 0 to Wren. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't on, feel Paul. as bad now. <laughs> Come on, Paul. <laughs> Six nil to Spurs. <laughs> well, I'll um, I'll take the draw. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll I, take the two all draw. I was that was exactly what I was going to say. There I'm going to go. take two two as two, well. Two. I think it'll be uh, two two. Uh, very quickly, um, want to discuss wonderful performance on Sunday. Uh, sort of salvage something from the weekend. Tottenham women, brilliant win against Manchester City, uh, a team unbeaten all last season. One of the sort of top three powerhouses of women's football. Um, Paul, do you, do you watch the other women's games at all? Yep. Yeah, I, I, mean, I've, I was with them like for, for years. Um, 
even from when they played the first game at White Hart Lane and I was there that day and and, and followed them and, and got to know a lot of them as well. It, it's been really exciting. It's been really mm. exciting to follow from where they were. I remember having a conversation and it was with Jenna Scalacci, who was the, the captain mm. at the time and, and Karen Hills and saying, you know what, we have to buy our own track suits and they were saying we're playing here and, you know, it's so difficult, but they were putting more. And now to see them turn into such a professional outfit and, and to get the result, not that there yeah. was any handball. I just want to say there wasn't handball because there, mm. there was uh, there's no problem there. But it was a great result they deserved. So I, I'm really really pleased for them. Onwards and upwards. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, Megan, do, do you do you get time? Do you, do you try and follow them as well? No, no. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna that sound Fine, terrible. No, I don't. I don't tend to follow. Obviously, <laughs> I'll I'll take interest on it on on Twitter. And obviously, it was a fantastic mm. win for for the ladies on Sunday. And um, you know, very happy for them. Um, but I don't. I don't go out of my way to say um, to follow the women's football. Maybe it's something I should do a little bit more. Um, yeah. But it's great to see. Um, that we don't. Are, we don't want them to. We, the, I mean, the only problem you go in, we don't want someone to start collapsing. Yeah. Uh, on the pitch or another riots <laughs> or, or or something going on a plane crash. <laughs> oh, Maybe goodness, stay no. away. <laughs> Maybe for the for the lives of a lot, oh, of small, Megan. a lot of small children go to these games yeah. as well. Maybe for the kids. You stay away, Megan. Possibly, stay away Jay. For good. Jay, do you do you have you gone to see? Did you take the kids to see them play? No, sorry. Shame on you. Shame, I know, shame, on, shame I know. on the two of you. I yeah, know. Um, uh, Great I day out. Great I day have, out. I haven't, but um, I'm really pleased for them. So I follow like Anna, and she does all of her sort of Spurs women uh, updates, and I follow some of the team. And I see, you know, this. I follow Spurs women account. I haven't been to a game. Yeah. I'm really pleased for them because they were the, um, you know, they're, they're a small team that got promoted a couple of seasons ago, helped, had, had got their head held above water last season in their first season in the Premier League. And um, to get a win like that, for I think Man City haven't been beaten at home for two years. I think I read. Yeah. So um, even though it was a bit of a dubious goal, um, it, it's still a fantastic result. And um, Man City must just hate playing Spurs. Yeah. Exactly. It's hilarious, isn't it? They really <laughs> yeah, even in the women's game as well. It's just like, oh no, Spurs. It's great. Well, look, guys, let's wrap this up now. We're obviously going to be uh, back on uh, Saturday morning previewing uh, the Chelsea game. So until then, Megan, Paul and Jay, thank you very much. Until the next time, come on, you Spurs. If you'd like to advertise on or sponsor this show, contact us at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.